TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If you go back to when we walked off the field after the Buffalo game and we were 10-1, which I've talked about that time machine, I would take a time machine to do that. That would be a beautiful thing, but we can't. Um, I think there would be a lot different narrative being told, and we can't lose sight of the big picture. Um, we have a lot of good people on this football team. We got a lot of good players. We got a lot of good coaches. We got a lot of good people in this building. You know, I look around this building, I couldn't be more proud of the people. That doesn't mean we can't fight through adversity. That doesn't mean we can't overcome this and take this back to the level and beyond that we were at last year. It's not going to take a snap of the fingers. We got to work hard. We, we got to do whatever we can to have the right people. Um, bringing the right people to to do that, but we have a lot of those pieces in place. Um, this cupboard isn't even close to bare. Not bare, how he says, but not as full as it you has heard. been in the past. I heard him. I heard him. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four to get aboard here. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giulio, Patrick Willis going to join us at one p.m. One p.m. Patrick Willis, former Vic Fangio linebacker with the San Francisco 49ers. Lot to discuss. Hugh and A later in the hour, but. You know, listening to Howie there talking about the cupboard not being bare. Very, very confident. It sounds like he thinks this thing is a quick fix, Hugh. That he thinks he has an offseason here. He makes the right moves. They get Fangio in here. They get an offensive coordinator that they could be right back in title game weekend. Hugh, when you look at the Eagles, do you think this is a quick fix to get back to, let's say, playing this weekend next year? Yes, I do. And I tell you, I think it's the offense. The offense is is the catalyst for this football team. We got to fix that defense because we're going to have to carry them along as we go through this process of grooming them and preparing them for this weekend. Cause that, that's how I'm kind of looking at it. You got to have a bunch of good young guys out there. Good young guys. You have to draft well and you have to put them in position to be successful. We are sitting there talking about it. And I was thinking to myself, we're going to have to have a tough training camp. Like mm. we can't have that, that, that country club training camp. 59 minute before. practices. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if the dogs going to hunt no more, man. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case because when when I when I would talk to these young men, I would tell them, "You, what have you done, like to have, you know, these cushy practices and days off, you know? Because I tried to do you like that last year, and you didn't put the work in. Mm. You left me hanging. Like that's what I tell you. You screwed, coach. Like you put coach in a bad spot. And now I have to get my pound of flesh. I have to get get back what you took from me. I've got I got up there in that press conference, and I had to embarrass myself to cover you guys' asses." So now, with that being said, we got to go ahead and have a hard training camp. We got, we got, we have to put in the work. You got to put the hand in the barn, man. I, well, I agree with that. They may have to change that a little bit to get themselves ready. And especially, and, and here's part of the reason why I don't think this is a quick fix. They're going to have a brand new offense. That takes reps. That takes time. We'll see how long. I mean, I hope it's quick. I mean, I hope it's like week one. They're flying and scoring 35 points. I'm not sure. I mean, to put in, to install a whole new offense, even with talented players, it could be, you know, it could take some time. And and look, a couple of things stand out to me why I think this is more than a quick fix. It's going to take some time to get this team back to where they're going to be, or maybe miracle work by Howie. I mean, how, and Howie has a chance to pull it off. I've seen him do it before, but I don't think it's a quick fix. Two things stand out to me. One, I look at the Eagles roster right now, and I feel really good about like seven players, mm-hmm. not more than that. Now, some have promised. You know, you've pointed out the young corners, Hugh. There's some players here that have promised, but I mean players I feel really good about today. There's like seven, and one of them is Jalen Hurts, and he's coming off a down year by his standards. So I don't think they have a great roster right now. They got a lot of work to do to get there. And then one of the biggest things is Jason Kelsey is likely to retire. I mean, we got the report two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. He is going to retire. He hasn't said it officially yet, you know, with by out of his own mouth. But we're all I mean, all signs are pointing that he's going to retire. That is a major, 
major hole to fill. I know they drafted Cam Jurgis to do that, and I guess Dickerson the year before. But you know what that means, right? Like, okay, let's say Cam Jurgis could do it. They, they got to find a guard now, right? They have to use a resource this offseason, money or a draft pick, to fill that spot. Young guy. Young guy. Yeah. I, I, a lot I, of young I, guys, though. Young guys I, make mistakes. Yeah, and, and, and you know what I look at when I see young guys? Mm. I see that you better draft well because this is a team that's going to be playing this weekend. We don't know what the outcome's going to be. I think it's going to be good, but they got a lot of young guys playing. They do. They got do. A, a Detroit Lions, if, in case none of y'all know oh, what I'm boy. talking about. What a, what a draft they had. They got some young guys that are show enough contributors to their defense and their offense this year. So it can be done. So I, I don't want to hear that. You better take your butt in the, in, the, in the war room, and you better identify the best players that can come in and fit the scheme that you want to run. That's why I feel like Coach Fangio is here as early as he is. Because you, you, I, I think this is going to be a heavy draft as far as defensive players are concerned. Heavy for us as a, as a team. You better identify the guys that you 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 look at that can come in and play immediately. Them third and fourth round draft picks, the first round draft pick, I don't you know I don't put too much stock in that because that that's a give me. That's one of those picks that he's supposed to be good. Like Carter was. This yeah, year. he's supposed to. Now be good. to be fair, they don't have as high of a pick, so it's a little bit more 50-50. Than like yeah, a top ten yeah, guy is yeah. supposed to be really but good. The, but them third, fourth, and fifth. Fifth yeah. picks, like no disrespect, my dog. You got to get you some Mike Reese's out there, man. You got to get you some Jeremiah Trotter. We need a night. Well, we need you need you need some guys like know, that, man. There's literally a Jeremiah Trotter in yeah, the draft. Yeah, it is. A, literally, irony, <laughs> yeah. You need some of those cats, man. You need those those bread and butter guys, man. And you have to do. I can't emphasize enough how well you have to do at drafting those positions because that's what we've been deficient. We've been we've been out here getting these hired guns, man, and then our surprise when. They don't sell out when we need them to. Oh, I mean, they buy you know art I mean? and, and Roby you know, and all those guys. You know, we go out Leonard. and get, you go. We go out and get guys that that are quick fixes, and then be surprised when they don't they don't give you one hundred percent. It's different when you've been you know born into this thing, man. It really, really is. Remember how excited we were when they won the Shaq Leonard sweepstakes? Yeah. yeah, that excitement lasted for about three days. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four nine for our Twitter poll question here. Of course, sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule. Your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Do you think the Eagles are a quick fix? 59% today saying yes, 41% no. Pretty split, but you know, almost 60% on yes. The other thing we were discussing is the Chiefs get ready for their sixth consecutive championship game with Andy Reid and could be back in the Super Bowl in two weeks. Do you miss Andy Reid? The, the answer to this one on Twitter in terms of our poll question actually really surprised me. What do you say? Well, I just imagine most people are like, oh, Andy, no, I don't miss Andy Reid. We want to struggle without Andy Reid. He, you know, he drafted Kevin Cobb or whatever crap we heard an hour ago. By Jay? Um, yeah, by, by Jay. Jay. We, we call you out, Jay. That was terrible. 57% are on yes, they miss Reid. Kyle, that that one surprised me on that Twitter poll. Told you, man, been working out, getting right. Been doing that. That What's that this, the machine that the ladies do or the guys? Like, well, I don't know. Squats? Yeah. The squats. But you don't they know got what another. a squat machine is, man. No, but you they play got, professional football. They got another machine where you see the you see the young ladies when they get on it. They they do they do the uh, they do the leg things, the squeeze, the like. Oh, you know, I I don't know the name you know of it, but yeah, I know what you're know, talking I'm, about. I'm, yeah, like somebody out there that works out like that. No, exactly is in the gym. Know exactly what I'm talking. Are we about. back to Andy reading yoga pants? What uh, we we kind of got there. I'm just saying. Yeah, Sounds this hits like a little bit harder when you're talking about Andy, the one working out, because I don't know if that's happening. Working on them, working on them gams. Working on them gams. Yeah, man. if you've been to a gym any time in the last 10 – because these have been in gyms for like 15 or 20 years now. Yeah. Like, if you've been there in the last 10 years, you you know what Hugh's talking about. You know what a squat rack at. Everybody trying to get them, you know, get ready for spring training. You can getting you ready? That? No, can it's you believe – It's training season, Hugh. Listen, listen I, I go in the store yesterday. I go in the Dick's to, to just buy, you know, a couple – looking for the sweatsuits because, you know, I like to dress comfortable. Yeah. Grab, grab me a couple sweatsuits. We, we know. <laughs> so, We've seen it. <laughs> so – I'm, my mind is blown because I walk through the door and all I see is Philly's gear. And I'm like, wow. Well, we're gearing up now. Me, we It won't be long. Now we got our itinerary the other day. And I'm just like, man, we are about to be in the throes of another baseball game. Yeah, we'll be in Clearwater in about two months this from time, right now. This time, Kyle's coming with you. I yeah, know. Kyle, oh, boy, I tell you, I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm I'm a little nervous. Nervous for Kyle or for well, us? Wait, 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 when are we going? They're doing, obviously, during the week because we have to actually work. We but. go from uh, we leave after our show Wednesday and then we come home after the show Friday. So we have two shows there Thursday night. So we'll be Thursday night. And Wednesday night. Wednesday okay. night later. But, but I'm just saying, Thursday, Thursday night, night, yeah. Going into a Friday yeah. last show. 
that's that's gonna be a little scary. I'm nervous on your behalf. <laughs> that's gonna be a little scary. So last year when we went, we had Ava with us to kind of keep us in line. Yeah. I don't know who's keeping who in line yeah. this time. Oh yeah, and real quick, can I give a shout out to your wife and your young daughter, man? Sure. Because like, let me tell you, like all the all the little young girl scouts out there, this is how you keep your customers coming back. Because everybody got the same product right now. But how you keep them coming back is, I, and I, t- I posted a picture on my Instagram. It's the little details. Joe's young daughter and his wife, they, they wrapped a thank you around my cookies. That's, that's the way you get your, 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 you know, your cookie fix. Like when people see stuff like that with your Girl Scout cookies, they know that you put in a little bit extra. The, de- it's the devil's in the details, young ladies. So if you want these people to keep coming back and you keep slanging them cookies to them that we don't need, that's what you have to do because I'm going to buy four more boxes. Just no Thin Mints. We are an anti-Thin No, we, we are not doing Thin Mints. Yeah, when I asked you, uh, my daughter, I said, what, what kinds does he want? What kinds does he want? And I, I said, I'll ask him. And no Thin Mints were part of that because we've established <laughs> chocolate and mint. Anything but Thin Mints. Nah, you're, you, are, you are like a bad person <laughs> if you eat chocolate and mint. Well, don't I got a lot of backlash on Twitter, by the way. Well, people are in denial about the yeah, truth. Of course, yes. This is one of the first things that the three of us have fully agreed on together. So usually there's someone that, that's a dissenting voice in the group. So the show's over. I well, I guess that's it. We've run out <laughs> of things. Talking, oh, you, you just need to get the, you know, they just taste so good. No, they don't. Chocolate and mint together is disgusting. I don't get it. I never have. And never, I, never I know have. a lot of people that love it. I mean, it's like people swear by it. I'm like, mint is for yeah. mints, gum, and toothpaste. My dad's a big mint chocolate ice cream guy. Dad, you're an idiot. Yeah, I mean, listen. <laughs> that's you, you, well, that's what we do here. We have strong takes. 215-592-9494. Chocolate and mint, no thank you together. Andy Reid, do you miss him? It's okay. It's a safe space to admit it. I mean, it's okay to admit you miss Andy, all the success he's having elsewhere. Again, six straight championship games. Meanwhile, we're having a head coach up there who doesn't know what he does. I mean, that literally was asked today, what do you do here? And our big topic today, are the Eagles a quick fix? 215-592-9494. Robert in Germantown. Hey, Robert. Rob. Guys, how's it going down there? Hey, Robert. What are you feeling today? Uh, you know, the usual. Is it? You know, I was on the, the coaching staff at LaSalle Academy when we had the Number one high school team in the country. We had a guy on our team called Ron Artest, and I had the privilege of hanging out with a lot of great old-time New York City basketball coaches. I mean, back to Louis Carnesecca. He used to be in the, in the high school league, and they all knew that. Anyways, you know, you could tell within the fraternity who was going to be a great coach. I'll mm. give you a current, current example. I knew when Rick Pitino came back to St. John's recently, even in his 70s, he was going to be that much better than the guy at Villanova that they picked up to replace, to replace Jay, 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 uh, Jay Wright. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen it. And Nick Nurse, I knew Nick Nurse was going to be a much better coach than the guy they just brought. Did you notice they brought him into Milwaukee? What do you two think of that? What do you think of Milwaukee? He got paid. He got $40 million. Yeah, they, He got 40 yams. Robert, uh, so it seemed like Why? that they, they thought the coach they hired, Adrian Griffin, really was n- not up to snuff. So maybe he'll be better than him. But I don't think he's going to win a championship there or anything close to it. Yeah, I mean, and that's my point with Sirianni, as you well know. I was against him being picked up in the first place. I mean, he's he, he can't even shine the shoes of, of Andy Reid and Bud Grant, who I grew up watching the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and then down to Minnesota was my first coaching inspiration. I've seen guys who had class and dignity and, you know, developed unique. Remember Tom Landry? He actually invented things like the flex defense. Yep, Remember that of one? Of course, yeah. You know, Innovative, what, what change the game, yeah. innovation. Exactly. Uh, Bill Walsh, the West Coast offense, uh, the Purple People Eaters defense, the yeah, Bud Grant yeah. Alan yeah, Page. All... Well, we have the Tush yeah. Push, Robert. That's our innovation here. That, that's a rugby play. Sounds a little, <laughs> sounds a little you know, disrespectful. So, yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> co- compared to those innovations. <laughs> oh, compared yeah. to Bill Walsh and the West Coast offense, we got a one-yard Tush Push here. Yes, I mean, I mean, I, I hoped that, you know, I admired Andy Reitz for being what he is. You know, he's an innovative guy. He killed us in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He saw our weaknesses, no linebackers. He ran this, well, what is this kid, sixth-round pick? Uh, Pacheco. Yeah, uh, actually, around this area, Robert, seventh-round pick. And if you go back, Purdy gets, you know, he was the last pick in that draft, so everyone remembers that. But I think, like, tenth to last was Pacheco. The, the two of them were right at the bottom, and, heck, mm-hmm. they might play each other in the Super Bowl next week. Yeah, along with a bunch of guys we cast off. They might be there too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, if you put Jalen Hurts into Andy Reid's coaching system or the guy in San Francisco or just about anyone else, Jalen Hurts flourishes. Look at, I rest my case, Brock Purdy's the 
playing phenomenal. It's because of the system, the coaching, the people around him, the, the solid defense, uh, Debo Samuel, having a running back like McCaffrey that you, you can use in multiple ways, a tight end that you actually bought and throw the ball to all the time in the middle. I mean, this is basic football, guys. Yeah, and we don't do enough of it. Robert, did you write a letter to Jeff Lurie? I did. Uh, you know, people can easily find his home address online. I'm not giving away to ghost here. He actually bought uh, Annenberg's mansion. Uh, oh, he got yeah, a mansion? He, yeah, yeah, he's got a mansion out like there. And I, oh. I saw it near uh, Ardmore. And, yeah, I, I wrote the home address. And I also know his wife's uh, Vietnam Cafe. Again, public information. He married the, the gal whose family run the Vietnam Cafe in West Philly. So I wrote a letter to both places. Care of the Vietnam Cafe. Care of his wife. And uh, then I wrote him personally at his home address. I didn't get a response, of course, but I, I basically said what you heard me say on air. We can do better than Sirianni, Jeff. We deserve better. And, you know, he's really the issue. I mean, what, what's the point of this guy? What, you know, that's the, you asked the right question. What the hell does he do? I'm still looking for the answer. Robert, it's a great phone call. Appreciate it. We love Robert. And, you know, I, I like that we're becoming the show that our listeners write, write handwritten letters to the head coach and the owner of the football team. Uh, I like this. Next time I see Mr. Larry, I'm asking, did he read it? So he, my favorite part about that, what Robert did, and obviously, you know, if, you, if an address is public, you know, write a letter. Sure, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a little different. Well, it's different, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a letter. I ain't got no problem. Robert's a great guy, but that's a little different. I would think that Lori probably gets a lot of letters at the office, how he gets letters at the office. We know the Cartwright letters. That came from one of our callers, Sirianni now we're at the office. Call them the Cartwright letters. The Cartwright letters, yeah. yeah. Sounds like I like, a I like that name. I like that name. Yeah, it, that, I'm telling you, when Sirianni's done here, it's the last thing that'll be in his office. It's just the Cartwright letters. But I love imagine being someone like an owner or a coach or a GM of a football team, and at your home address, right? Like you know, Christmas card from any aunt, you know, uh, a card for your kid from the from their grandma, and then Robert in Germantown on why you got to change coaches. Like that. I'm pretty sure he read it. I, he just strikes me as a, as a type of guy that he would have read the letter. At least look at it and see what's going on. Just to read it over, kind of yeah. peruse the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah, I would. I would think that. It's got to be wild to be someone at that level to where you get letters from people, not just like. But then you got to know that you probably have to uh, have somebody check them because you know it's some some nasty ones in there too. Oh, you want someone to like uh, vet them before you read them? Yeah, because you know, like you know, you don't want nobody, you know, saying some some real nasty, gnarly stuff. Like, is this one worth do. reading? Yeah. Because it's it's some gnarly people. Uh, well, I'm, well, I'm sure. I mean, social media is, has that, but it's just it's not. There's something about receiving a letter in the mail that just hits a little different. <laughs> but it's it, it, it's a re- letter in the mail. But I, I I feel like when most people write letters like that, they write them from anonymous places. Yeah. They don't they don't they never give you the real address. And anonymous people like love that. saying yeah. really nice, friendly things. Yeah, they Always, say the yeah. friendliest things when they when they feel like there's no retort. Yeah, well, of course, because you can't send it back. Jay's in uh, Newtown Square. Hey, Jay. Hey, it's like, hey guys, uh, up, great job. Uh, it's a false choice when you're asking about, do I miss uh, Andy Reid? I miss Doug Peterson for a really basic reason. Doug did more with less, and Nick did less with more. Until somebody can prove what I just said is wrong, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, my opinion is not going to change. I th- uh, Jay, I agree with your opinion. I mean, Nick, uh, uh, Doug won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles, and, and we saw this team – Collapse down this. I mean, it's it's perfect the way you said it. Less with more, more with less. I mean, it's really that simple. I mean, the the rah rah, the scheme. We're gonna get them ready. Dude, stop. You did you did less with more. That's it. That's it. There's nothing more. And ultimately, Jay, for me, that I judge coaches on that more than anything else. I mean, like you know, sometimes we personality comes in, and we do we like them, do we not like them? But ultimately, that's that's the simplest way to judge a coach. Like, what what, what with what you have, what do you do? Speaking of, um, I haven't heard this. I don't know why. Why haven't or why are we not getting ready to interview Kubiak from the Niners? Yeah, Who's Kubi- doing a better job in terms of innovative offense? Uh, no one. And he's their passing game coordinator. And, you know, you talk about more with less or whatever. I mean, he's part of it. Obviously, Shanahan's calling the plays. But he's helped Brock Purdy go from the last pick in the draft to a guy that led the NFL in, like, five categories this year. I mean, I, I – Jay, I think it's a great name. The, the one thing I'm wondering, maybe we haven't heard about it because he's still coaching. Like, if they lost Sunday, maybe maybe he'd be in here next week. Well, didn't the, didn't the Lions uh, coordinator just get hired? So, uh, he didn't yet. There's a, a rumor out there. Boomer Esiason in New York said he's heard that Ben Johnson's going to be the head coach of the Commanders. I do wonder, though, Jay, if you're allowed to do that if it's for a coordinator position, right? Like, to 
to interview Clint Kubiak to be the offensive coordinator. I wonder if you have to wait until he's knocked out. I know this because this happened. You're supposed to wait. Supposed to wait. Because uh, there's a window for head coach Uh, interviews. I don't know if it works that way for, you know, assistant defensive coordinator under uh, Bill Cowher. Uh, Dick LeBeau. No, not Dick LeBeau. The one after him. Uh, Redhead. Uh Ken Ken Wizenhunt. I can't remember. But he he was supposedly he was supposed to be the coach for the Eagles. Okay. And and something happened. Why they were in the playoff run, and something happened, and he didn't take the job. That's how Andy got the job. Oh, Jim Hazlitt. Hazlitt. Yeah. That's who it was. Yes. Yes, because they were in the playoff run, and he and and he had the job, and then something happened, and it just fell apart. Hugh, one qu- one more question: What you said about Slay? Slay's not my favorite guy anyway, but. But in fairness to him, you were saying he wouldn't work under a Fangio defense, or maybe not work as well. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think with right. what what I've read about Vic Fangio's defenses that he would be a good fit. Well, so but isn't didn't Gannon run a fat Fangio defense? That like I like from what I've heard, yes. But I will say this because when I came in here, uh, one of the points that was made was that this team doesn't blitz enough. And and yeah. I remember telling Joe that I, I that probably was the case because you didn't have the corners that you you needed to have to blitz. So that that probably still holds okay. true. Yeah, so that's a fair point, Jay. That he did work here last year under a similar defensive scheme. And Jay, we appreciate it, man. Good phone call. The one now, now look, I think we sometimes do this when we have like a similar scheme, right? Like there's the Shanahan tree, there's the McVay tree now, and all that kind of stuff. And and obviously Fangio's got a tree of defense, Staley and and Gannon and all these guys, Sean mm-hmm. Desai. But they're all—they're not exactly all the same. They're right? not. And the one thing there's a story out there. It's a pretty good story. I was reading a little bit of it the, this morning. Uh, it's called—it's called the Book of Fangio, and it's a whole thing about like his system, his beliefs, his career. And we're going to talk to Patrick Willis, his former linebacker, coming up at one o'clock. And so he's his own guy, right? Like some people run a derivative of his scheme, something yeah, similar. And you have to modify it to the personnel that you have. And one thing we read yesterday or saw yesterday in the story was he likes his corners to be able to tackle and come up and, and, and just the way I think of Slice, that's not That's his, not his style. That's not how he plays. Yeah, I'm not I'm not like and I'm not trying to slander Slay. Even though like he hears this and he probably thinks that I am. Well he can get I, over I, it. I, yeah, he'd be all right. Uh but it's it's when you watch just watch the games this weekend and look how much the corners factor in to the run game. Just any game. I don't care which game you watch, either one of the games. And ask yourself, as an Eagles fan, do we have anybody that you feel that's the starter from last year that's going to do that? And that's where I, I derive my, my, my uh, thought process is that, no, nobody's going to do that. So I think Bradbury, a younger version, could. Cause he, he'll yeah, a younger version. But he, he's a little older than that. He, like, he can't yeah, run he's a little anymore. older, yeah. yeah. And Slay – it just doesn't sound like he has the temperament to do that. And I haven't seen him do it. Haven't seen him play stout run run uh, defense. Haven't seen him do it even in the passing game. He doesn't come up and he doesn't tackle soundly. He doesn't because, like he said, he don't he don't want to get a concussion. Well, I remember the 49er game. I mean, that was the whole game. They didn't tackle at all. The 49ers are still running for touchdowns. Great guy to have a C on your chest. Oh, yeah. Hatton back there. Yeah, tackling? Nah, it's not for me. 215-592-9494. We'll get to more phone calls after the break. Few open lines for you to hop in. Are the Eagles a quick fix? I don't believe they are. I see work to be done at defensive tackle, edge rusher, running back, O line, especially if Kelsey's out, pair of linebacker, safety, corner. I think they need a lot here. Doesn't mean how we can't fix it and do it, but I don't view this as a quick fix. Hugh does. And do you miss Andy? I know it's like, wait, he's been gone a long time. I know. I know how long he's been gone. I also realize he's been in now six straight title games, is one game away from another Super Bowl, could win back to back. That would be three. And he brings stability. And the Eagles have never found that without Andy Reid. I do miss Reid. 215-592-9494. We'll get to a Q&A later in the hour. And what's going on with Belichick? Is he really not going to get a job this cycle? Is he going to be without a job this year? And what's going on the future of Belichick? Will he coach again? We'll hit it all. 215-592-9494. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. People are saying I look great. And that's thanks to HydroxyCut Hardcore. Hardcore results that the potent formulas that work, delivering maximum energy so I can crush my 2024 goals. Hydroxycut Hardcore is available as a pill, drink mixes, or gummies that feature scientifically researched weight loss complex designed to deliver the results that you're looking for. With a good diet and a routine workout, this is, this is exactly what you need to boost your workout. Find Hydroxycut Hardcore at your local Walmart, walmart.com, or visit hydroxycut.com 
for a chance to win a trip to the big game in Vegas. Hydroxycut. Check them out. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94, WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, of course, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. Coming up at one, former five-time All-Pro. I guess he's still a five-time All-Pro. You don't, you don't become yeah, you don't former. really become not. You're always yet. an All-Pro. So, yeah. five-time All-Pro, Patrick Willis. <laughs> he has since lost All-Pros. <laughs> I took away all his titles. Now he's, he's a great player. And he played, of course, under Vic Fangio. He joins us at 1 o'clock to talk about Vic, how he related to players then, what he thinks about this Eagles team, and of course the uh, the addition of Vic Fangio at defense court. That's coming up at one o'clock. We'll get to a Q and A next hour. You know what we do same game parlay for the title games. We're gonna make our picks. I can't wait for these games this weekend. And of course, we'll get to some guests that takes. Let's get back to your phone calls right now. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you misread? And of course, is this a quick fix? All right, let's talk to uh, Joe in Melbourne. Hey, Joe. Hey, how are you? What's Good, Joe. On, What's up, buddy? You guys have a great show. I mean, it's tremendous. Joe, I always liked your show at night, but hooking up with you, I mean, really entertaining. It's the yin and the yang, and I love it. Well, Joe, we appreciate, appreciate you that, man. man. We really appreciate What are you listening. thinking today? I think that the Eagles might be able to do a quick fix. I was just disappointed with the Vic uh, hire for defense because I wanted somebody that took a little bit of aggression to the offense and made the offense do what we wanted them to do. That was That was a bad thing. I would like to get Kellen Moore, uh, Moore in here as our offensive coordinator to help Jalen Hurts because, you know, Joe, you and I used to go back and forth about Jalen Hurts all the time. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, you know, I thought, I thought that he was starting to, 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 to progress into being the quarterback that we need, and then I just watched him fall off the, the, the face of the earth all season. I hope with somebody that's got a mind for offense like Kellen Moore – that we can get this guy back, and then I think we can make a run for the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, Moore's interesting, Joe. A, a year ago, his star was very high. I mean, two years ago, or three now, the Eagles interviewed him for the head coach spot when they hired Sirianni, when you know he was the Dallas coordinator. So there's promise there. And, I, do, my, Joe, I do like that he's a former quarterback. I think that would help Hurts. And if you noticed, the three guys they brought in for interviews already, Gerard Johnson, uh, Kellen Moore, and, and Kingsbury, they're all former quarterbacks. They played the position in college. So – I think they're looking for someone like that, Joe. Well, I listen, I agree with you. And, listen, I like Kingsbury, uh, but, uh, you know, he has a little bit of baggage left and right here that Kellen Moore doesn't have, you know? Yeah, well, he couldn't win. He couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes in college. He, yeah, he, he, he couldn't win with Kyler Murray. I do think he's interesting, though, Kingsbury. I, I, I would take Kingsbury, but Kellen Moore is intriguing, Joe. I, what do you think of Kellen Moore, Hugh? He's, he was with the Cowboys. He's okay. okay. I mean, but, you know, when you talk, like the thing that you pointed out yesterday, you, you hear the name, young coordinator, young up-and-coming coordinator was a hot name 
the year before, like before last year. Yes. And all of a sudden, you know, you got to kind of look at it with a side eye when you look at how much success Dak has had. Without him, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's yeah, a little bit of that. You, you, I have a question for you. What you got, bro? I was brother? saying that this, this Vic uh, Fangio guy, he's a bend but don't break. And I know that you – I remember watching you and the team that you were on – you used to dictate how you wanted the offense to operate, and I don't think this guy does that, does you, he? You know what's funny, man? It, I remember vividly when when Coach Johnson got here, Jim Johnson. That's the way his defense was described. So, for me, I, I know that for a lot of people out there listening, that's a trigger word. That doesn't necessarily mean – like, to me, that, that that's not a bad thing. Like, you're going to be aggressive. I, I feel like – you know, people people hear the word aggressive and they're like, oh, this defense is going to be great. You got to have the personnel to do yeah, some of the things that right. you want to do. Like, when I think of Vic Fangio's defenses, even when I didn't know that he was coaching these defenses, like, we, we're getting a chance to talk to Patrick Willis lately. I mean, later. He played in a Vic Fangio defense, and I remember them being aggressive. I remember Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis being two of the best linebackers in the game at the time that they played. And they play in a big fan Joe defense. So I look at it. If you got like if I have the personnel to go out and play, I can play any type of any type of covers that I want to play. I can play any kind of way I want to play because the well, matchup favors me. Well, then you know what, me. you uh, we're leaning on Howie to to come up with some of these people for next year. I mm-hmm. can tell you that. Oh, yeah. Joe, you're right. Joe, and he and Vic Fangio's always had good linebackers. Joe Jeremiah Trotter Jr.'s in this draft. That that's the oh, one. Yeah. That's the oh, one. Oh yeah, and and here's you know what was really funny, Joe. When I was watching the games, I saw that the Eagles' number was up because they 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 eliminated the front four by getting the ball out in about 1.9 seconds, and the back of our defense was so bad that nobody had to worry about gaining yards against us. All you had to do was run a seam route down the middle, and you know that the tight end was going to be wide open. Oh, there's no question. It was too easy, man. It was Joe. We preached the phone call. It was too easy. I mean, pa- pa- think about the Niners game. How easy it was for Brock Purdy in that game. He just dropped back. He surveyed the field. Boom, yeah, boom. And, get it and out. Then you had corners that. I mean, I could have made those throws because you got corners playing ten ten yards off, giving up you know easy plays, easy completions. Yeah, you can't, can't have that. Cannot work. Like I can't that. see that in a big Fangio defense. Mm. Let's talk to Mike, who's up next at WIP. Hey, Mike. Hey, hey, Joe. How you guys doing? What's up, Mike? What's up, Mike? Not much. Uh, just, you know, I'm really excited about Vic Fangio. I, I want that hard, tough. I want him to, you know, put him over his knee and spank these guys. Our defense was so oh, soft last quiet. year. Oh. Well, they can't. They can't be soft. Now, you know what? They need. They need playmakers again. Like a guy like Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I'm watching him last week make an interception for the Lions against the Bucks. They need playmakers. Ain't nobody put me on with that. Like, it was over as soon as that interception happened. Like they didn't. I, hey, Hugh, I want him to act like your mom's new boyfriend, come out of her bedroom, and then. <laughs> no, no, not no baby, not on no baby boy stuff, man. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Stop. Nah. <laughs> These analogies are getting worse and worse. Nah, I think nah, it's, nah, I, nah, this I, one's I, actually I, our fault. I, we I, encourage I, this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to. No, we got I, you. You're, you're, you're buzzing you, chops. You're, you're looking for an chops. analogy. Mike, let me ask you this. Do you think this is a quick fix? I don't think it's a real quick fix. I, you know, Still think we're playoff bound next year, thirteen and four. But I, I just don't think that the defense is going to get right there right away. I, I, I think it's a next year we're back back on track. Yeah, I see. I'm with you. I, I think they need more to get there. I, I, I think they need a big off season of a lot of a lot of additions to get back to that level. Mike, you miss Andy? I mean, who doesn't? But truthfully, I'm kind of over him. Just. He wins too much. I, you know, like the belt checker. Wait a minute, Mike. What you saying? He wins too much. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Yeah, you, man. I, I you, want, you, you started your weekend win. way too early. <laughs> <laughs> see, but I that's why it. I miss him because all he does is win. Exactly. But you know, if he's winning for another team, I'm over it. No, well, yeah, I, right. I, I, Mike, I understand that. And there's probably some cheese fatigue. And Mike, we appreciate the phone call. But fine for somebody else, man. That's your fault, though. Yeah. Well, it's here's what I, I want: that stability here. I. Six straight title games is insane. Instead of encouraging her, telling her, you know, you go, go, you go, girl, go get that workout in, and she been eating salads. You want to go ahead and kick her out of the house because you told her she looked, she a little rotund. The funny part is cool. the, the actual Andy's not eating any salads. <laughs> no, nah, he what they call he's called a nuggies. Yeah. <laughs> Coach still eating good. He's not eating a single salad. <laughs> All right, let's go to Ray in Morristown. What's up, Ray? 
Jojo, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Ray. You, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? Listen, guys, I was telling the producer, I said, not only do I not miss Andy, I can't stand Andy. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I'm done with Andy Reid. I'm done with Patrick Mahomes, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't want to see any. I hope Baltimore takes care of business on Sunday because I am tired of seeing this team. I'm tired of looking at them. You know, and I'll tell you why. You're probably saying, well, why do you, Ray do, why do you hate Andy Reid? Let me tell you, all the years that Andy was here in Philadelphia, he couldn't adapt. The fan base was telling him for eons, you have to go out and get yourself a wide receiver. And when they finally did, they messed that whole situation up with T.O. He did nothing. He couldn't win here. And yet now he goes to Kansas City. He's going to back-to-back AFC champion game, two uh, Super Bowl wins. Now he's on TV making commercials. He, he was never available when he was here emotionally or to the media for the most part. Uh, now he's just become this jovial Santa Claus type of coach now that he never was when he was here in Philly. So the hell with Andy Reid. I hope he loses, and I hope he loses big on Sunday. That's what happens when she goes to Planet Fitness and somebody else treat her better than you treated her, old dog. That's that's what happens, Ray. She got that was an upgrade for for Big Ray. It's your fault. That's the thing. We didn't mistreat Andy though. We did not mistreat, and we gave him fourteen years to get the job done, and he couldn't get us over the hump. Perhaps if he got longer, he would have though. I mean, that's possible. (laughs) No, it was not. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was it was it was over. Ray, I I get it. It was over, but he he's done better without us than we've done without him. It, it has turned out that way, and that's you why sound, I hate it. You sound it. a little bitter, Ray. Yeah, that's why. I was about that's to say, Ray, you bitter. sound a little bitter. You can't, you can't let him know. Bitter. You can't I'm let him know you're bitter, bitter, though, Ray. You can't let him know you're bitter, though. He bitter just told now. everyone on oh, WIP. I am. I, am. I want to. Hey, Hugh, I'm like that. I can't turn the other cheek. I, yeah, I want to I, I win the breakup. When you yeah. break up, I want to win. I, I, you know? I, I'm hey. with you, Ray. Everyone wants to win. See, it's interesting, Ray. I like your phone call. So everyone has two things here, right? You could be you could be bitter and say and be angry and annoyed. Or you could you could long for them. You could miss them. Nah. I'm the longer. When I break up with you, I'm being petty. Don't leave nothing at my house either. Because <laughs> if I do, I'm throwing it away. Like, right no right in the trash? Like, I'm throwing it away because I'm petty. I'm going to throw it. But, no, I'm going to make it bad. I'm going to throw it out the window. Oh, no. I'm going to throw it out. Like, your comb. don't leave a comb or some grease, some hair grease or something like that. Pair of shoes. You'll never see those shoes. I'm not going to say uh, where you're staying or just watch Super out petty. if you're near that near Hughes building. <laughs> Stuff's flying out the windows. You guys got to be careful. <laughs> I'm petty. So I'm throwing your stuff out. Yo, did, did I leave my, my toothbrush there? No. Ain't no toothbrushes here. All your stuff is gone. Meanwhile, gone, gone. meanwhile there's a news story on KYW. A lady hit with a toothbrush <laughs> out of a window. What is going on in Philadelphia? Well, is you Douglas okay? I'm yeah, petty. I guess. I'm, I, I'm not good at breakups. You leaving me? How dare you? <laughs> well, obviously none of us are because we're still debating Andy Reid 12 years later. I mean, this is this is a thing. I just... When they when the ga- when I turned the game on on Sunday at three o'clock and Andy's standing there and they're talking about him about to go to his what third Super Bowl or yes. four, fourth actually be with the Chiefs and back to back years it's gonna be like man meanwhile we had a press conference a couple of days ago here where, can we hear the question from yesterday I just want to hear no. question and answer one more time <laughs> yeah. where literally the head coach was asked what do you do here this was this happened a few days ago we had a coach that was here and I understand it was time to move on and. Things happen, and you got to go your separate ways, and everyone evolves, and that's life. Sports and life, it happens, right? There's a shelf life. I get that. But when you watch that guy move on and about to go maybe to another group, I know they're an underdog this weekend, but they certainly could get there. Meanwhile, the coach we have now, by the way, third one since Andy left, and he's half out anyway because I think yesterday was a soft firing, and then he gets asked this question. I just shake my head at like, Man, we had that guy. Now we have this. Here was yet. Here was a couple days ago with the press conference. The offensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the offense, and the defensive coordinator is going to be in charge of the defense. What is your role going to be? The head coach of you know, the football team. What does that entail? How how does it change? Yeah, um, I guess what you know it'd be this very similar to what's going on right now. Um, you know, does that mean I'll sit more into defensive meetings at times? Maybe. Right. Instead of always being in an offensive meeting, maybe I go to a defensive meeting here and there. Um, but my job is to be the head coach of the team, not the head coach of the offense, not the head coach of the defense, not the head coach of the special teams, but be the, be the head coach of the football team. And so that's building the culture. That's making sure the culture's, um, you know, 
working, you know, with our, our five core values are taking every day at a time. Like we're not coming up with new core values. Uh, I mean, we may shuffle where, you know, where the things are that are important oh my um, gosh, and the most awful. important. Um, but that's diving into that, building the culture, having a relationship with the guys on the football team. Um, because I know when, when I have that connection with the guys on the football All team. All right, put us out um, of our misery. Dude. Please. Please. Stop, 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 stop. So, you know what? And I mentioned yesterday when you watch a TV show over and over or a movie, you notice new things. I noticed something else this time. <laughs> he, he out of nowhere said, like, we're not coming up with new core values, as if anyone asked that question. No, dude, I'm telling you. Like, what? Speaks, we're not coming up with new core values. I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with this. <laughs> no he one speaks, wants you to. He speaks in stream of consciousness. I, I, I do it all the time. Like, I, I, I have to catch myself because I will admit sentence. I, in my mind, I will change exactly what I want to say, and you'll look at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Where's you going with this? What, so what did I, we start I, this conversation with? And that's the main reason why I am not coaching, because I know I will sit there, Joe, and I will start out one way, and I will go left, and everybody be looking at me like, what the hell is he talking about? No, I'm not about to set myself up for that. So but I, that's what it was. So that's to, exactly what it was. To be fair, I noticed you do that sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> but my favorite part of Sirianni, he started answering a question with a question nobody asked him. And that's what I – like Like you said, you noticed it because I know I do it, and you're looking at me like, what the heck, where is he going with this? You, you, He has to work on that. You probably need to get him some medicine. No, I, I, <laughs> you probably need to get him some medicine. And it's okay. Like, what he said Ain't there, nothing wrong with it, man. It's, it is what it is. It just paints the picture that this this is the reality we have here. Like, that was the question and answer just two days ago. Meanwhile, the, the one of our former coaches is in his sixth straight championship. It's how Nick Sirianni speaks, though. Like, that's why his answers are always about, like, two minutes long. You could argue two minutes too long. It's because he asks himself questions and then answers them. He's like, what are the five core values? <laughs> well, they're co- like, it's like. I'm telling like- you, I, I know that pain because I'll sit there and I'll be talking. And then I'll be like, you probably just need to shut up now, dog. He's just adding <laughs> more press conference <laughs> questions. <laughs> and things we already know the answers to. And you have to tell yourself, just answer the question that was asked of you. Just leave it alone. Leave it right there. I have a new idea for next year. We don't invite the media. It's a one-man variety show. He asks himself the questions and answers them. Half hour. I would I would tune in. It takes time to get better at that though, man. He just needs a little bit more time. The stream of consciousness almost reminds you of, like it's 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 like Herb esque, like he just keeps going. Oh, man, so, listen, I, is that trying to make me feel better that our head coach reminds you I'm of just, Herb? No, I'm just trying to tell you what it is because I I know exactly what it is. Herb would be a good motivator. <laughs> I know. I'm just you're, you're again. It doesn't make you feel any better. No, because you guys just. Here's what you told me. <laughs> his mind is like Hughes. His mind is like her from the Northeast. Want to play with me? But see, this is the, this is the difference. My mind benefits me tremendously doing radio, not so much as a head coach. So I'm, I stayed in my lane. Yeah, I'm those, in my lane. The, the, those, <laughs> see, those, those, see that's the, that's right there is a prime example of stream of conscious because you want to say something in your mind. Say you better not say it. <laughs> Could you picture Hughes standing up there in front of the defensive players uh, in the meeting and just starting off with? Don't, don't, no, they, I would be better than that. It's when you ask me questions that I probably wasn't prepared to, to to answer, like coach wasn't prepared to answer. That might then that might be a little bit of a problem. That might be a little bit of a problem. But outside of that, I'm 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 pretty solid. Now don't ask me if I'm I'm trying to tell a lie. Like if I'm getting caught in a lie, I'm gonna hit you with a huh. Oh no, you're a huh. <laughs> yeah. Like if I if I'm if Everyone you catch me, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, huh? Yeah. So I, I'm trying to, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to reset that thing so I can get, you know, look at me telling on myself. Don't don't believe that people. Well, like now the whole audience listen. knows. Yeah. They, the people are gonna start asking you questions. When they get a huh, they're gonna know you are lying to them. I'm trying to I'm trying to spool up a lie. Yeah. Well, okay. Hopefully we're not gonna lie to Hassan who's up next. What's up, Hassan? All right. How are you guys doing today? What's going on? Hey, Hassan. Man? No, man. I'm I'm missing Andy Reid. I'm missing the consistency. You know, I, I know sometimes. You know, things happen. And yesterday you guys was talking about uh, my man Hugh being a, a coach, right? And all I thought was thought, thought of was Allen Iverson, especially if, if if Hugh was running soft practices and, and him in the press conference talking. We talking about practice? <laughs> I, I can see you right now. Not the game, but practice. So Yeah, it would be bad, you know, man. It would be it bad. Would, it would be bad. You know what it would be but, the equivalent of? Snoop Dogg has a movie out mm. where he's a coach. It's called Underdogs. Have you seen it? Have you seen it, Kyle? I've heard of it, bro. Where is it? Netflix. Where can I watch this? It's it's on Amazon. Just when you watch All it, Joe, don't watch it with your kids. Okay, uh, it's not a kids thing. No. Nah, okay. No, nah, it's a, it's it's really blue, but well, that's I the kind of coach that I would be. 
because Snoop Dogg is letting those kids have it both barrels. Cacao, cacao. He's like, <laughs> I believe it. But then now, now with Nick Sirianni, we we need for him to because I think he's going to lose his job if, if this offensive coordinator comes in, whoever they hire, and does well and get this offense going. It's like, what do we need Nick for? You know, he's going to monitor the That would be a question. That would definitely be a question that that would have to be answered. But that's why I, I feel like. They're still value with Coach Sirianni. He just has to figure out what that is. See, that's the problem because what he did inadvertently at that press conference, he he basically said he doesn't do anything. Mm. Like when he went up there and said, maybe I'll sit on the defense, I always want to jump in and say, well, maybe I'll bake a cake. Maybe I'll go make a sandwich. Maybe I'll reshuffle core values. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I'll go play play Halo or whatever. You you put yourself in a bad spot when you say stuff. Yeah, like that. you make you make people feel like you don't really have a big role when you uh, you're the head coach. It's time we appreciate the phone call. All right, speaking of head coaches, then we'll get to a Q and A here in a minute. What is going on here with Bill Belichick? It sounds like, and it certainly feels like, he's not going to get a job. Raheem Morris got the job in Atlanta yesterday. Hugh, that was the spot, right? Atlanta had interviewed Belichick twice. It yes. seemed like a it week ago. Like that's where he was going. And now Raheem Morris is their guy, who's he's a former interim there, and uh, a young. He got a job really young, and he didn't do well. But now he gets his second chance. So good for Raheem. But it's just wild, like Brian Callahan. Dave Canales, Raheem Morris, not that they're not good coaches, they might mm. be, but that they've but, gotten jobs, and Belichick, it sounds like he's going to have to sit out a year. You know what's funny? I, I feel like when you talk about, like we, we're talking about Coach Fangio and being in Miami and how the players, a lot of the players didn't like him, something like that. I think that was important. Atlanta's different. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a team where, you know, the, the fan base is very, very passionate about their, their football team. Like, no, no different than here. And – Coach Moore was there before. I feel like the the problem with Belichick, and, and this is me, I haven't spoken to anybody, but I feel like a lot of fans don't feel like he would have connected with the city like they wanted him to. And I feel like with Coach Moore, he he's more of that. Because Coach Belichick's been up north for a long time, and you could read into that however way you want to read into that. He's been He's been a northern coach, and he does things differently up there. That dog would not hunt in Atlanta. I also wonder if he still wants a lot of power and teams are like, you're 73. Yeah. yeah. Are you, how long are you going to be here? We're going to turn every aspect of this organization over to you. I, that might be part of this. It's it's going to be wild, though. He sits out a year and still wants a coach because then every time there's a hot seat, like, you know, like here, the one here or in Dallas, every five seconds you're going to hear, well, you know, that might happen. So it sounds like we're not going to see Belichick on the sidelines next year because how many openings are left? There's not many. Washington. It's Seattle and Washington, right? And I, if I had to guess, I think they know who their coaches are, and they're still coaching this weekend. Whether that's Mike McDonald, whether yeah, that's Ben waiting. Johnson. They're just waiting to see what the yeah. fallout is. It's I think weird that Vrabel hasn't really gotten anything either. Has yes. Vrabel even interviewed? Char- Chargers okay. and Falcons. Right, okay, okay. And they both hired coaches. So, no Belichick, it looks like, on the sidelines. All right, let's get to something we do every Friday during football season. It's time for a Q&A. Yes, and it's brought to you by the Jug Handle Win. The Jug Handle Inn, Jug Handle Inn, always good times, great food, and award-winning wings at the Jug Handle Inn. I got two for you, Hugh, and they both pertain to title game weekend, all right? Let's start with this one. Hugh, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on at least one team, if not two teams this weekend. A lot of pressure on the 49ers, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they've been in this spot before. This is supposed to be they get over the hump. And they're playing a Lions team that they're a big favorite of, right? They're supposed to win. Yes. I also think there's pressure on Lamar Jackson to get there and finally do this. He's going to be a two-time MVP, but he hasn't been to the big game. He got over the hump. Hugh, did you, did you feel the pressure that we as a city and a fan base were putting on you guys, let's say, 2 and 4 Did you did you feel it like we got to do this? Time is running out on us. Uh, n- Not so much. I, I put that pressure on myself. You know, and the pressure was on me because I was getting older. Uh, skills were diminishing, and that was a part of of my legacy that I wanted to complete. You know, I, you know how when you get into the league, you have a few things as a player, some milestones that you want to uh, accomplish as a player. And I didn't, I hit a few of them, but a few that I didn't hit. And one of them was winning a Super Bowl. Got to the Super Bowl, so the pressure to do that was tremendous, and and I felt the weight of that pressure the most was after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game when we lost here. Because that was the year that, that I went to Jacksonville, and I just remember thinking to myself, sitting in the car with my wife, and I was like, man, 
I don't think emotionally I can do this again because that was like the second time we had lost and it, and we lost and it was it was bad man because one of the best feelings that I've ever had as a player was being on a team that was playoff bound and I know that might not sound like a, a big thing to people that that watch games you know we watch all the games but to be an actual player that played in the NFL and played in the playoffs that was everything to me. You know, coming from where I came from and, 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 and how I viewed the game and the guys that came before me and knowing how many great players came before me that don't even know that joy. Mm. Barry Sanders never played in a championship game, ever. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, only one, like one playoff game. His whole Hall of Fame career. And I'm getting to play in an NFC championship game. So the, the weight of that moment was big for me. So that, that was, it was a little devastating. It was a little devastating, but nobody put pressure on, on, on me more than I put on myself. 215-592-9494. Coming up next, Patrick Willis will join the show. Former great linebacker, five-time All-Pro. He gets to keep all those All-Pros this time, I say it. Yeah, and he is coached, of course, by Vic Fangio in San Francisco. Patrick Willis joins us next. All your phone calls as well. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.